It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. All right, our question today is a good one. Somebody brought up and they asked, should UX individuals, user experience, be part of the Scrum team? Uh, I can make this the shortest daily stand-up podcast episode ever and just say, uh, yeah. <laughs> but instead, I'm going to give you a little more context than that. You know, user experience specialists are the same, in my opinion, as an architect or a database engineer. They're not somebody that you're going to need every single solitary sprint, but they definitely provide a service that no one else on the team has the expertise to provide. So where am I going with this? I think it's incredibly important to have these individuals as part of the team. Uh, So they are on an unneeded basis. So I treat them as if they're a services team, just like I would with database or architecture, right? Or infrastructure. You call on them when you need them and then uh, you have them provide the information and they can move on to another product or service, right? So I think that they should work in one week increments, even if your team is doing a two week sprint and that they should be an active part of the team. Now, what's interesting is when you're building a brand new product, you may have that UX person there for every sprint, every time, all the time, in which case they become an embedded part of the team. If you're just making some changes or updates to a product or service, maybe you'd have them involved in the early stages and then again at the later stages to confirm that everything went as planned. If you are just trying to get something checked out and you want to have another set of eyes look at it, then of course that expert could come in just for a drive-by, if you will, Take a look at what's going on and move on to the next thing, right? I think what most people don't realize is how many things a UX specialist can do. They're not just, you know, somebody who understands how users operate, right? They, they understand a lot more than that. So here are some clues sometimes when you should, you should involve user experience. So when you're doing user research, trying to identify personas and develop develop out uh, empathy patterns and trying to figure out how people react. If you're doing story mapping or journey mapping or even persona mapping, these are all times when you need to have user experience involved. If you're doing information architecture, wireframing, prototyping, any of those kind of things, you want to make sure that they're present so that they can get their head around what you're trying to do and help you optimize or help you see where there's inefficiencies so that they can help you with progression. You also might want to have them involved when you start doing user testing. So if you have users that are actually testing a product, whether it's in an alpha or beta version, or whether you have people who are testing against prototypes, these are all times when you want to make sure you have UX involved so that they can record information and create uh, business problem statements or uh, reviewing problem statements from people who are using your product or service. Uh, when you go to write hypothesis or design experiments, Uh, There's lots of reasons to have these people around. It's not just for usability testing. They're just plethoras of information that they can provide and lots of opportunities for them to help because of their skill set and because of the things that they do. So the trick is infusing them into the team at a time and place where it makes the most sense. So honestly, when it comes to backlog item creation, the product ownership group should have some representation to make sure that they're being inclusive of UX and of the needs of the end consumer. But typically this can be uh, poured in through the business analyst if you have a strong business analyst. However, if your business analyst doesn't have user experience background, you may end up having to have an extra person in your Pobafata. And that's totally fine. 
because all they're doing is providing information so that the product owner can really make an eloquent decision or the best decision. Um, if you have uh, this person should be involved, if you have any type of research you're doing, they should constantly be available during the research phase. So when we're going through and we're doing ideation and then we're creating our MVP, before we get to build out, you know, we want to make sure we have them involved in those first two stages heavily. During build out, you want them there both initially and at the end. And, you know, they always can provide additional value. So it doesn't hurt to have them there all the time. It's just if you're trying to save a little bit of money, you know, make sure that you, you're you smart about when you include them and when you don't include them. And make sure that you do it in a way that it carries over from sprint to sprint, right? So you, don't, you want to do one week sprints at a time with them. So that way they can move on and work on other things. But keep them busy while they are around because that's the benefit of having them there. So what I can tell you is my strongest advice is make sure you include user experience. You'd be surprised. You might learn there's easier or more efficient ways to do things. You might realize or learn that the way that you're trying to do it is way too complicated and there is an easier way. I think either way, you come at, you come out ahead and you come out a winner. So there you have it. User experience, I'm all about it. So if you have a topic that you'd like to cover on a daily stand-up podcast, make sure you reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. Where we'd love to hear your ideas and explore them further with you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.